So uh, in Chumash, oh, I didn't forget to. Oh, say Allah. It's good thing I got totally out of joint, out of my mamish. So Chnarach says, Hilchas Tishabav, Simon Tavkuf Nun Bey Sifyud. Imchal Tishabav, Bechad B'Shabbos. Tishabav comes out a Sunday. Oh, Shechal B'Shabbos, or comes out on Shabbos itself. Venidcha L'Achar Shabbos, and it gets pushed off to after Shabbos. Oichel Basav Ashosi Yain Besudim of Sekas. You may eat meat, drink wine at the Shalshudis. That's this Shalshudis of this week. Al Shulchana Afilu Kesuda Shloima Be'es Malchusai. That's the way of Chazal saying, no holds barred. Like, like Shlomo in his high heyday, where he had literally the entire known world's resources at his command, and could mamish anything, and it was the greatest. And the, 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 the psukim, if I remember correctly, in Sefer Melachim, described like insane amounts of animals that they used to shecht every day, just like for a regular meal. Um, excuse me, I'm going to turn off the silence of my phone. Um, and so, Be'ez Malchusay. But we have this funny thing. After all, it's above. You can't eat after Shkia. You have to make sure you start your Shalashudas. Usually Shabbos, I often start like just before Shkia, and then I keep eating into... To be careful this Shabbos, you have to, you have to make sure to wash, to give yourself a good amount of time to eat all you need uh, before the sun sets. And... Um, yeah, Mr. Bruce says, This is it's correct to make sure everyone knows. I just called Benji to make sure it was. He put it out on the thing for the Hutzul to know. Um, he says, This is Mr. Bura, you're not allowed to hold back. There's no chiyuv to eat meat on Shabbos. If you hold back on Shabbos from what you would usually do, Kevin Chenimna Mishum Avel Averahi. To hold back this Shabbos from, from eating meat. The, the way you would regularly make a Shabbos, and you can't show any outward sign of, of, of Avelus. Even actual Avel cannot. Vehine, Avshikaz of Machabis Huda Shlomo, Mikumakum Yeshev Vidav, he says, even though the Machaber says this, it's Mr. Brewer still from the Rokeach. Yeshe 
No, don't make a big deal of this. Just don't. don't yeah, they, they do bring this thing. Yeah. Yeah. But the Sefer Bukhar Shor argues on this. If every, if every job is you make a, you know, get together. Many schools they have group challenge services. And you stop doing it this job is that's that's available before Hesia. That's that's a public sign of mourning. For sure, you can eat together and you can make a zimun, which is usually on a suit of obsequious. They don't make a zimun, it's like each one is like individualized. So there is, in other words, a very into that the, the 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 source of it from the Rukeach was from the early awesome Chachmei Ashkenaz, but Chasidim uh, are more with the Bukhar short that we make ourselves to this, and if you you know, so. And it fits with the way Chazal are talking about it. Make a suda like Shlomo Melech in his heyday. Um, <coughs> so this is gets into one of the core things in Tishavav, which is we don't say Tachanun on Tishavav because the pasuk says Karolai Moed. It's called a mo- it's called a Moed Tishavav, even though it's so sad. It's also called a Moed. And there's, there's a, on the one hand, it's really heavy. On the other hand, Tisha B'Av itself is, is, is a very profound fixing. And so we're going to, Be'ezus Hashem, learn about today the connection between Tisha B'Av and Yom Kippur. Very interesting thing of Nelson about, particularly on the aspect of not wearing shoes. Um, and but before that, I'll just preface with a word from Reb Shlomo that he said, that not let's say Shalom Aleichem on Tisha B'av. but he said really the Shalom Aleichem that you don't say is the deepest Shalom Aleichem of the year he says really we're, we're the, with your eyes with your body the, the acknowledgement of the other person when you're forced to not say Shalom Aleichem but you still want to sort of the half nod the thing that passes between you on Tisha B'av, because it's like when you walk into a base album, they see you and they appreciate you coming. Ah. And they don't talk; they just look and they go, "Ima M- exactly, exactly. That silence where it says "Agar the Bay Avla Shtikusa." The main schar you get is the silence that you share with the mourner, which is, which is that thing is just being there with you. Which, to my understanding, it's like a reset of all of our shalom aleichems for the year. Like we become. Superficial. We say Hashem Aleichem, Hashem Aleichem. You know, in England they say, "How do you do?" And the answer is, "How do you do?" You know, there's not even a there's not even a pretense of saying anything like "fine" or whatever. How do you do? How do you do? Um, uh, but uh, so the Shalom Alei, the, the 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 encounter with each other is so deep, and as much as it's horrible and sad, and we want a, a, a binyan. But in a crazy way, there's an encounter with Hashem that is very, very deep in the pain. There's an amazing encounter with Hashem that actually happens there. There's a there's a moyed, and this is this is uh, reflected in the halacha of no tachanun. It's an amazing thing. But if there's any day to say tachanun, it's tishabah. 
know. Because there's a, there's a profound meeting that goes on when the regular kalim for connectedness are taken away, when there's, when there's no Beis HaMikdash, but there's still God. There is still God. Right? And there's a... You have to dig deeper to connect when you can't say Shalom Aleichem. And we don't have the, the, ver, the vessels of a Beis HaMikdash to serve God, but we can connect past that somehow in an amazing, profound way. And here I want to just open with a, with a little Torah from the Ishbit, a big little Torah from the Ishbitzer. Echadasar Yom Mechorav. Moshe Rabbeinu starts off Sefer Dvarim. And there are all these um, place names. Rashi says that the, the, most of them were, were not real uh, names of actual places. There, Moshe was hinting at remez. He made a remez to different kinds of tochacha, different kinds of rebuke about what had happened over the last 40 years. And then he says, after the place names, he says, Where were they now? They're 11 days journey from Harsinai. Derech Harsi'ir HaKadosh Barneo. So says Ishbitzer, this Indian of the, what about the 11 day journey? Says, Harsina was a time where the Torah went into us in, our, in, in a kind of a, uh, a, a intellectual way. As much as there was an amazing revelation that went all the way through us, but what was left after was not all the way into our hearts into our bodies. It says, Eretz Yisrael, Rome is the confused of Torah Baguf. The Indian of entering Eretz Yisrael, there's like Harsinai and there's entering Eretz Yisrael. Um, Eretz Yisrael is about Kviyus Divetora Baguf. It's about the Divetora going into your body. Like a foundation uh, beam that will not falter. Saying we're eleven day journey, when you receive the Torah, you thought that's it. we we became angelic. We got the Torah. we they thought what we now saw and understood from Harsinai. Now there's no distance between my what I now know and what's in my heart. Of course, I'm going to be perfect person. Of course I'm going to keep the altar. Look at this Torah. Because what, what, what made Amisal also think that? Because it's an 11 day journey but they actually traveled it in just 3 days. Rashi has a whole cheshben. Because Amisal left on the 20th of Sivan. That's in the Pasuk. But when did they actually leave Harsina? They stayed from Gimel Sivan until the 20th of Iyar. Sorry. To almost a year, they were they were they were by Harsina, and they built the Mishkan at the foot of Harsina, and so on. And at the, on the 29th of Sivan, they sent out the Miraglin. But they were 30 days before that in Kivros Hatava, in that wild place, and they ate meat for 30 days. It says there, and there were seven days, because Miriam in Chatzerot had to. They had to wait for her when she, while she had Sarat. So we, that ends up being that 
the travel time to, must have been just three days. So, okay, I'm not too tired to properly go through. I hope you, that was logic. You can see it's, it's before Shin Rashi. It's based on these, this cheshman of the psukim, it's clear, must, they, they, they did an 11-day journey in three days, the first time. And they then sent to Miraglim, So they thought, look, we're able to go so fast. And this happens a lot of times. We get inspired by something, and we think, because I understand it, now I am that. Um, but it's not so simple for it to go from the mind to the heart. I understand it. I, it's not ideal for me. I really would like that. But to, that it should really be like who I really am. Like, uh, you know, that's not Pasha. Of a merchak, yesh merchak rav mehaboach lekviyus balev. There is a great, great, vast distance between what I understand in my mind and what really gets kavua in my heart, what gets like established and and set in my heart. The merchak, what is that distance? He kol hamem shana shabavinu. The whole forty years that we spent, and all the failures and stumbling block, kol amichsholim shalehem az vaydezeni zdakich libam going through all the failures and all the tests and all the issues refined our hearts. That's what made us she have Ruyim that we can now be um, on a level where that we can enter and to have the Torah really become a part of us in a way that is 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 forever. Because the it's in Gittin Mem Gilvul Shabbos Kufchaf. There's Ein Adam. You can't really stand on on the Torah. I'm like going to talk about the word stand. Omed understand. It's interesting. That's word stand. In it. That that uh, you can't get it all. The, and Rashi says what this means like the deeper understanding. So the Rashi in Shabbos Kufchaf. He said, when that's we first failed at it. All the pain and stuff they went through was in order that the Torah is going to be in them in a way that will be this total uh, yeah, it's a hard word. Okay, he brings this pasuk. That Hashem, it's a pasuk. He says basically, Hashem will put into you that even when you're sleeping, even your uncon, your subconscious mind, like even when you're not thinking, it's just who you are. That's this bracha from Hashem that comes after, after a lot of effort. So. Sefer Dvarim is opening with this Inyan. And it's a very, very interesting thing. It's an opposite vibe. Usually, we want Mashiach now. We just want it over, right? But there's like an undertow kind of a thing in Yiddishkeit also. Like, what you see are the waves coming in. But these little waves that go out to the ocean. (laughs) We want Mashiach to just come. That's the general thing, and that's 100% true. And we don't stop wanting Mashiach to come. But at the same time, there's an understanding that the cholent isn't going to taste as good if it cooks only five minutes. 
there's something cooking in all of this exile over here and everything we're going through and all of our failures and the resilience that we have to have to get through it's it. It's been overcooking already. Maybe, yeah. So, 100%. So, <laughs> so we have to have... You see, the healthy attitude is that it's overcooked and new, new, new. But that itself cooks it better. And Hashem knows how this gets resolved. The fact that we, that we want it so badly itself is cooking it. Again, this is a, not a simple Torah, as with Ishbitz Bukhla. Not a simple Torah. But there's, there's such a thing Moshe Bain is telling them. It's 11 days. You thought you could just go in three. It just doesn't work that way. Um... In Yiddishkeit, Bechlal, you know, I must have mentioned this once in Shia, that we, we, get, we get the Torah in Harsinai, and, right, and they tell you in the Discovery Seminar, and it's all beautiful, that Judaism is true because everybody else has just one prophet who you have to trust them. But we, two million people, saw some, and how can you make that up? It's true. But what to me is even more convincing is that it was a fashla, the whole Har Sinai. There was a golden calf, and they had to do it again. <laughs> and they had to do a, re, a redo, a, a, a makeup of the Har Sinai. That's amazing. That has the ring of authenticity. That sounds like something that is human, is really happened. Because things that really happen, they just don't go glad the whole time. first shot, the first you know, hole-in-one on your first swing, your ever, first time ever playing golf. It doesn't go. It, the, 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 uh, yeah. So, into Tisha B'Av and Reb Nassim, this we're learning from Gitin Gimel. This is a Shemitra. We need to connect to Hashem. But we can't do this. We can't have any... God is infinite. We're finite. There has to be some actual particulars. Words. An impulsive. Mitzvahs to do. Holidays. Shuls to go to. There has to be like something we can wrap our minds... Do. Like that's something we can relate to. Right? Without it seems to me. We need Simtsumim. And what we have is that there are all these kinds of Divrei Torah and mitzvahs, and they're all like pipelines that lead back to this something that's called Seichel Hakoilo. This is from Rabbi Nachman Torah 61. There's a Seichel Prati and Seichel Hakoilo. And each mitzvah has in it an experience, a kind of a connection that your neshama gets, and sometimes even your mind understands of it something transformative, a Torah that you learn. And it's something we hold on to, because through that pipeline, I, there's a sense of actually God. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing that the Torah works, that it, it, it does that. It's totally awesome. It really does do that. No, it's an amazing thing for women, for children, for, for everybody like uh, for, for, for it, it doesn't matter like uh, 
where you're at or how intellectual you are or whatever it is. You light the candles, you give tzedakah, you, you put tefillin on, it, it does it. Right? There, there are these seichel, and you, you read a pasuk, the parsha, halacha, something, a medrash, it does it. We need these sichlim pratim shem chinas tzinoros v'keilim. This is Gitin Gimel Ois Yud Tes. This we get through the 613 mitzvahs, which Zohar calls their Eitzot, their advice for the connection. The commandments, of course, but they're opportunities here's how here's an actual piece of advice to, to connect to Hashem you cannot receive from Seichel I, 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 I feel like it, it slipped out of my mouth this idea of women and children I, I know women who are much smarter than me and I don't want to I don't want to come out uh, I just want to just take that back. I don't know why that came out right now. Um, uh, everybody is uh, everybody is a kavod. Ki evshel kabel masechel kol kim aydeh asichlim pritim shemchinas kelim sinoras lekabel yadam heras asichel alyan. Can sechel kol beatzon to go straight to that infinite what they call sechel hakoylo that which uh, is sort of like. The generator of all of these pipelines, like the the awareness of Hashem in its, in the most in, without without any particularity, just God, Mamish. We can't receive from it because it's too much. It's overwhelming. Aval but when we fail at something, this is that's the forty years in the desert. But we break and things break down. So then we lose the pipeline. We lose the base of Mikdash. We, we like on Tishvah was saying before. We lose Kanti Shalom Aleichem. We lose the 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 vessels of connectivity. And now it becomes a dangerous time because yeah, we try still to connect to the presence of Hashem without any of those things. And it's possible to, but it's also possible to get really depressed from this thing. Okay, God, but what are you doing? And, what, and what's going on here? And why is it like this? And, and, and then, and then um, because it's so much, because God is so beyond and, and we're, so not, we're so limited, so it's very easy to slip into all kinds of confused perceptions and really become in a very, uh, you know, have all kinds of weird beliefs and, and have all kinds of um, strange senses of, okay, I need to do this or I need to do that because when we're missing Shulchan Aruch and we're missing the Kalim of Torah, we're missing the Beis HaMikdash, then we just get like tied up like a pretzel. I think I have to do this, or I can't do that, and we become overly machmir on things. That's how I'm going to stay connected. Or become overly lenient and say, "Well, whatever, you know, 
God is so big, it doesn't matter if I don't put tefillin today, or whatever it is, like, we, we, we get all, we, we can get all, all this way or that way, to the right or to the left, There's the, and, and, and when we're missing a well-oiled uh, Torah connection, which we all are, <laughs> because we don't have that base, I mean, we don't have, like, real life, we don't have, we have, Baruch Hashem, we have Mikdash Ma'at, we have Hebra, we have, we're, we're, we're alive, but, with all kinds of depressions and mishagasim. Until it gets to a point where we can't daven anymore. I'm, I'm, I, I, like, I'm so, so machmir. I feel never yotze. It's never good enough. Oh, or I'm so, like, you know, God's already taken care of it, so I, I don't even say anything. I don't feel an urgency to daven at all. It's, it's either it's like over urgent and I can't do it or like I have no urgency and I'm just lazy and, and sometimes I flip back from one to the other in the same day and it's mamasha it's difficult okay she says Zebchinas <sighs> This is the aspect of taking off the shoes on Tisha B'Av. And just like on Yom Kippur, we have to take off our shoes then too. Why? What is me to take off the shoes? Our feet, see we're all, each of us is like a picture of like the universe. Amazing thing. So our our feet uh, represent the particular perceptions. Right? It's like the lowest part of us, and it holds us up in the same way that these particular, you know, the verses of the Torah and the word and the mitzvahs and the, the particularities of Torah hold us up and give us something strong and sturdy and particular. And the shoes, the shoes represents the, that vessel that allows the whole thing to be. Taking off the shoe means releasing that particularity. All, every once in a while, every Yom Kippur, all of the particularities. Imagine there's like, I kind of think of it as like, <laughs> I'm so tired. It's like a giant squid or something. There's just like there's this. It's obviously not. We're not talking about a physical thing at all over here. But there's this place where there's like the body of the squid is like this. All where it's all echad legamre and it's beyond. It's un. We can't relate to. And then there's all the tentacles that come down under it of all of the the particularities of the mitzvahs and the psukim and all, all the seichel prati, all the particular ways that we can connect and relate. So once a year, all of those particularities need to ascend and, and kind of re-energize from the source. And that's Yom Kippur. Once a year, the Kohen Godel, on behalf of all of us, and each of us in our own davening, and this is all represented by all of Amisot taking off their shoes on Yom Kippur. But the feet, are, they're not walking around in this harsh world that it needs a minal, it needs a protection it needs, as we're going to see later, is like that it needs like these these uh, 
something that will define it and keep it separate and particular, we're letting go. We're kind of jumping up. Our feet are, are, are not needing this tough exterior to um, hold them in this world. We're going up. The, the, we're, Yom Kippur is like we're out of this world a little bit. You know, we're getting, we're getting a, a new lease on life. And this is the aspect, he says, that when Hashem dressed the Adam and Chava, He dressed them with garments of leather, kosnas or. But the Gemara says in the Erevin, I think it's around Yud Gimel, that Rabbi Meir Sefer Torah said kosnas or with an aleph, that He surrounded us with garments of light. It's an amazing, it's an amazing thing. The Gemara says that We're talking about Sapras, and He can't change any letter. But Rabbi Meir Sefer Torah, and no one says it was puzzle. It's a very interesting thing. Because Rabbi Meir was holding in that Seichel HaKoylel Kimat like all the time. He was like, He was so beyond that they said, Look, he's beyond all of us, but the Halach is not like him. Why not? Because no one else could, un- could get to Sof Dato. No one could understand where he was coming from. He was too beyond. And they say in that Gemara he was able to metahir a sheretz 150 ways. And he could say about anything, it's 150 arguments for why it's tahor and 150 arguments for why it's tameh. And Amnasid says, what's this about? Kufnun panim tahor, kufnun panim tameh. Ki lalos He was able to switch, turn everything back to goodness. Because he had such a consciousness that he could he could argue for anything so it's like it's an unbelievable thing and there there are no um, garments of leather there are no shoes in Yom Kippur and so too so because for him there's no or with an ayin there's or with an ala it's a whole different like it's it's an amazing thing the Chazal have, like the, the, like this. Each of Chazal is so unique and amazing. Rabbi Meir is like wow, you know. Such, there's so many amazing things about Rabbi Meir. Kamochin lehefech b'tishabav, the opposite on tishabav. Shaz hechorben beis hamikdash, shehi klalius kol kedushas. What happened on on, on tishabav? All of the, all of the vessels got destroyed. Our veras broke them all. All that's left, though, God didn't get destroyed. All, right? That the the seichel hakolol is still there. Nothing can touch that. The trouble is to do, receive from it directly. Very very difficult. As it becomes too much light. And it, which causes a breaking of the vessels, which means it's too overwhelming. Either it's God becomes too scary, like we said before, and I become so machmir and so so uh, so stressed out that mashuga, and my davening is never good enough, and I feel such an urgency, but also such a lack of ability to do anything. Or God is so big that why should I even try and do anything? God's taking it anyway, and I'll eat Doritos, watch Netflix, and that's it. And the whole thing is just becomes 
lazy. Torah is such an amazing thing that that's why Maral called his Sefer Aman Torah Tiferes Yisrael because it's that middle, that beauty between Ches and Torah. Torah he says, no, no, no. There's what for you to do right now for Hashem. And don't go crazy with Chumras. Do the mitzvah. Do it besimcha. And in your way, then there's the next thing to do. There's the next Mishnah. There's the next Da. There's the Parsha Tashavuah. It's like a Boruch Hashem. We have, it's so amazing that we do have these. Because otherwise, it would just be God and Labish. I'd be going nuts. I'd be, and I still, and I am even now, even with, because <laughs> we need, because we need, we need Gula. But, but, uh, but, 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 but the vessels of Torah, the, that's what they do. They give us that amazing thing of being able to relate to the infinite God without freaking out, without, without becoming kind of mishuga. This is like a, a big issue, you know. Religious neuroses. I mean, they're all over the place. And, we, and, and to a certain extent, we, we're, we all have a little bit of all of them. We all have a little bit of all the mishugas. So some people have more of one kind. Anyway, so therefore it becomes difficult, right? So the only, only thing we could do, because things are so heavy and so intense, and he adds in also somebody who's put in excommunication, a menude also has to take off his shoes. And an avil, also a, a mourner, just a private mourner for his own, for his own also has to take off their shoes. Because they, uh, the system is broken for them. They're not going to be able to find their way to that seichel koilo, to that where everything is all sweetened. They're not going to be able to find their way anymore. Okay, now as Ef Kabel Mishum Kedusha Pratis. None of the Particular things are going to help. So, what we need, therefore, is the highest holiness there is. We need the Holy of Holies itself. We need Hashem. We need. We need it to be able to reach us. Therefore, Tishaba, we take off our shoes, just like Yom Kippur. It's an amazing thing. There's an analogy to this. Yom Kippur, we need tshuva, we need a new lease on life, we need to connect to that great life-giving energy. That, and we do it, lechatchila, we do it like every year, we need like a, a, a recharge, we need a, a, a re-energizing. And, but Tisha B'av, there's nothing else to do. The only way we can connect, because everything's broken, so we have to run there. Every time we need to get that high, high place of Seichel HaKolel, we have to take our shoes off. Just Yom Kippur, we go there, because in Yom Kippur, Hashem made one day a year where He says, you're going to be able to encounter infiniteness of God without it, without it making you Meshuggah. You're not, you're going to, you can encounter the infiniteness of God and it's, just, it's going to just put everything right. It's going to be the recharge for the year. It's going to be the best they could imagine. This is related. It's a gift from Hashem, but it's also related to all the tshuva we do in Elul and, and, and Rosh Hashanah. We're like preparing for that, that, that wonderful day, that 
then it really sweetens everything. Tishabav is not because it's an ace rotson that's set up and this is lechatchila and Hashem is inviting you in. Tishabav is because everything is so broken. Machmas churban meisamikdash pergama sichlima pratim. All the particular consciousnesses have broken, have blemished. As your redas hamalchus. We have to get a little Kabbalistic over here. There, there's two Hays in Hashem's name. There's two Hays. And in the, in, the, in, in, in the Kabbalah, the Yud and the Vav are kind of masculine letters, and the Hays are feminine. And the first Hay is called Bina. It's understanding. It's also Ima, mother, mother energy of Hashem. And the last Hay is called Malchus. It's also Brata, the daughter and it's the, like a princess. It's the uh, manifestation. So there's understanding, Bina, and manifestation, Malchus. And they both brought, they're both, so the Malchus has fallen. So what happens on Yom Kippur is the Malchus and the Bina connect to each other. Yom Kippur train. Malchus Mirabersi Mabina Yachat. He says a bit of a better Russian earlier. That this is the, the, the Yofi, the daughter, in a certain way, it's like the daughter runs home to the mother, and the mother is filled with understanding, and everything's okay. And it's like uh, you kiss the boo boo, and it doesn't hurt anymore, you know? Um, uh, Yom Kippur is in a, uh, the, 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 the haze go up. The mother and the daughter. It's also. Well, Tanya says, Tshuva is Tashuv Hey, to return the Hey. Tshuva Tata, Tshuva Yila, the returning of the bottom Hey, the returning of the higher Hey. Returning of the bottom Hey represents fixing our particular acts. And the returning of the higher Hey means returning to a higher level of davening and learning and just loving Hashem and fearing Hashem. But on, on Tishabav, We've fallen so far, the daughter, which is like our regular consciousness, has fallen so far that the hay, which represents the Seichel HaKoylo, the Bina, the understanding, that great understanding that's above, that higher hay of Hashem's name that is beyond, beyond. It's not like the daughter just runs home to the mother like Yom Kippur and, and they ascend and they get this new energy for the year. If the daughter is like falling, and the mother needs to go down to the daughter to be with her there, to be with her wherever she is. Right? Sometimes you, you come home, like you, and, and you get that hug, and everything's okay, and go back out. Sometimes you're lost, and you need your mother to come find you right away. Like right away. That's Tishabav. He says, that's why it says, Bacho Tivkeh. Malayla, Bachotivke, two cryings. Those are the cryings of both of the Hays, the, the mother and the daughter, they're crying together. Very beautiful. And of, of the two destructions of Yerushalayim, 
Shalmala and Shalmata, which is also the higher Yerushalayim is the hay, the mother hay. The lower Yerushalayim is the daughter hay, is the manifestation hay. Right? This is reading from Chafalif. To go down and be with her in her in her fallen state, so that she will not utterly fall. This is where there's this moed of 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 of, of tishabah. That that seichel hakoylel, as everything's all breaking apart, but that that divine understanding, motherly energy comes and is with us, in it. Paradox, because everything's breaking, and but with us. With us, therefore, Tishabav is also a time taking off the shoes. at this time on Tishabav, we're receiving from the mother, from the higher hay, from the from Yerushalayim Shalmala, and it. Is rich and it's giving it's got given to us the helim gadol. It's a very hidden way, right? Because we're crying, we're, but also we're being energized from from above in an incredible way. You know, come out from Tishabal, It's like an amazing thing that the next Shabbos is Shabbos Nacham. It's better than it's like on the calendar that the next Shabbos is going to be this happy Shabbos. Who says it's going to be happy? If we had a sad Tishabal, it should be worse. That's the next Shabbos. It should just be. How does that follow? That it follows, it follows. So when you, when you really get into Tisha B'av, you encounter something that makes you certain that things will be okay. It's a pellet. It's really, a, it's not, uh, not, 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 it's not logical, it's experiential. Okay, Therefore we must also take off our shoes on Tisha B'av. This is the place where, like the aspect of Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem tells Moshe, take off your shoes, because the place that you're standing upon is, is, is holy ground. And by the way, the Rashi there is one of the most profound Rashi's ever seen in my life. Rashi on that Pasuk, I only noticed it this year. It's so unbelievable. He sees the burning bush, and then and then and then Hashem says, "Take off your shoes, right?" Rashi. Admas Kodeshu. It's a one-word Rashi. Hamako. And what's Rashi telling you? Because grammatically, Adama is feminine. And if it meant the ground is holy, so it had Amas Kodesh, he. What did Hashem say to him? Amakom, Asher Ta'omid Alav, Amas Kodesh, who? What's who going on? The Makom, not the Adama'ah. It's so much unbelievable things, like a grammatical diuk, but it's so gewaldic. It's not the earth is holy. The place, in the deepest sense of being in that place, the place where, what's that place? Moshe was by the hay. 
He was, this is the this is exactly this Indian. was the message of the snare. Everyone says that, right? Shochni snare, right? That what's it called? Yeah, Hamakom, the hey, Gavaldik. Hashem was telling them, "I'm with you when you're suffering." That's what the vision of the burning bush was about. Samti lev That's the next thing Hashem says. Yadati machovav. I know how painful it is. It's. And so Moshe takes his shoes off there because he's holding in that place of the mothering love of God that is above, that is the seichel akolil, this thing that fixes everything, that hug, that embrace, that... And so it's not shaykh shoes there. Shoes are for when you're um, out in the world and you need protection and you have a particular understanding you're working with and working to do this mitzvah I got in good shoes and I'm going to go out and do it, right? Yom Kippur and Tisha B'Av are, 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 are days of going into the panemius, into the innerness of reality, the makom, not the adama, to this, the, the, the place of being by God. And this, it's an ama- amazing thing. And what do we do in that place? And we'll end with this. This is really a, a pellet. This really kind of speaks out this paradox to the next degree. He says, what this, what this represents for us personally, there's Tisha B'Av in the calendar year, and then there's, there's, there's the Tisha B'Av that we kind of encounter ourselves kind of, all the time in different ways. Where there's the breakdown of the Beis HaMikdash and personally, for me, also means the breakdown of my Eitzah. I have no sense of what I should be doing. Like, what do I do with this issue and with that issue? You know, we can all think of things <laughs> that are going on. What do I do with this? You know, and I don't have any Eitzah. I can, like, I tried this, but it doesn't seem to go on. I don't that. The Imam speaks about this. He says, he says, Shamati that sometimes it happens. If I'm needing Nela Adam should Tirichlit Nahed Kach Vekach. It seems like I really have to do X. The Nigbar Bedayit Misvaris Chazak. I have like such strong understanding. That's what I have to do. Vachar Kach. Shigmar Bedalta Nelenta. We're about to do it. Ola Bedalta Svara Cheres. Another Svara comes in. Well, maybe actually it's just like a huge mistake. I might, I shouldn't do this. But Ola Misvaris Bedayto. I do Mamish the opposite, the exact opposite. Sometimes it gets to such a degree like you're just so split and you have no idea what to do at all. And you're just munach b'choshech zezman rav. I've been sitting in darkness for a long time and I don't know what to do. I want to dig out and fucking what, what? Keep searching for it. Where is the, where is the ore in this choshech? And, and, and having... To get to a point where I thought, not only I don't know what to do, but I don't know how to even get out of this state of not knowing what to do. I don't know how to get anywhere. Uh, <laughs> At that point, and this is Mamish, like we're talking about this crazy paradox of the Moed of Tishaba. At that point, so what's the Eitzah? Scream about the fact they don't have any Eitzah. Scream out to Hashem, I have no Eitzah. That's the Eitzah. 
זה בעצמו תכנון שיצעק על זה בעצמו להשם יזברך שנפל כל כך עד שאינו יודע העץ השלמה איך לצא יזמחו שלך לאור כי ודאי אין שום יש בעולם כלל שירלי there's no total despair in one time one time it's one of the two either there's God or there's despair if there's God there can't also be despair God can do anything at any second So he says, To feel in ourselves that I really, really don't know. This is what the Israelites are talking about. The 11 days of... You know what? I used to think I knew. And now I don't know. So I think now I'm just falling. But maybe now you've matured. Maybe now your heart is getting ready for Torah to be in it in a way that's much better than it was when you thought you knew it. Maybe now these 40 years and all these failures, and maybe the children is Kishmak, and maybe Taka Mashiach, hopefully that really is around the corner because of how much sugar you feel. And if you admit it and really cry out to Hashem, I maybe mean, that's exactly what you're supposed to be doing. That's <laughs> unbelievable. But, uh, and and uh, us... There's a huge Torah in Breslov, Torah Yudbet in, in, in Tinyana. Torah 12 in the second section of the Torah. To cry out, where are you, Hashem? We had it last week's, I think it was last week's after Torah. The Kohanim, they didn't ask, where is Hashem who took us out from Yitzrayim, right? The, the Navi's telling you, you're not asking Ayeh, right? It's an incredible thing. I, to cry out, uh, where are you, Hashem, is not... Two weeks ago, to cry out, "Where are you, Hashem?" is not an avera. To cry out, "Where are you, Hashem?" is the right. That's what Eicha is, actually, as he says. Where does he say it? <laughs> it's in here. Ki nistalku I've lost all my tikun. Here. When I know I have no advice, we're crying out about this before Hashem. This is all with all the Eich and all the Kinos that we're doing is crying out to them. How can this be? How can this be? Right? These are questions that we're, we're not supposed to ask intellectually because there's no answer intellectually. But to ask them as a prayer, as a cry to Hashem is a great mitzvah. And to say, why do bad things happen to good people? Go figure, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't even know. Go figure that out. It's not, it, but to cry out, Hashem, why is this happening? That's a mitzvah. If you're really, truly crying out about it, that's a tishabah. What do we take, Hashem? We're admitting that we've fallen so far. Now we don't know anything. All we know to do now is just say Eicha, Eicha, Eicha. It's like each parak starts out with the Eicha and the, the Kinos many, many times. Is to just say Where are you? Where are we ourselves? Where is Hashem? 
Where's a path? Where's some kind of advice? When he's talking, that itself is the fixing. Because he says, I a who bechinas kedusha el yoyna bechinas kodesh kodashim seichal kol. The question I a itself is the holy of holies. <laughs> the, when you really ask it, you're going there. Really, really ask it means you're going there. And this is, I think, this inyan, this maturity that the. Uh, Ishmael is talking about the 40 years, the thousands of years we've been going through, and all of the, what feels like interminable insanities that we each go through, that uh, the mother, the motherly energy of Hashem is with us, and our connection to that is in the crying out of Eicha. When we really go there, there's an encounter, there's a mo'ed, there's a mo'ed lashon va'ad, lashon togetherness, there's a, there's, an, there's a very, very special togetherness that we, that we experience, that like the Shalom Aleichem, that we can't say, but we connect with each other, we have this with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and teach about taking off the shoes, we're, we're letting go of all the particularities, and ascending to the ima who's, who has descended to be with us as the we cry, the Ima cries, the Shalayim Shalmata is crying, Shalayim Shalmala is crying. Hashem is crying with us, Kiviochel. And that's also like next Shabbos, Nachamu Nachamu is also double. Kiflayim, the Cholchatase is also double because we're going to Bezus Hashem. Bezus Hashem will see it, Mamish. But even if it doesn't, we'll know it more than ever before. Every year, it gets. It's not just there because it's on the calendar, it's there because it, it gets born out of Tisha of itself. It's Shabbos Nachamu. Nachamu, Nachamu, the mother, the daughter, it's going to be okay. Chaim, Chaim. Thank you for your patience. Thank you all for coming.